When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are live. Welcome to The Process. It is Friday, February 9th. I am Josh Engelman here to break down a six-game NBA slate. We've got a 7 p.m. start, two 7.30s, an 8, a 10, and a 10.30. We're all spread out tonight, but we will be talking basketball nonetheless. Hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell, so you know when everything goes live, follow me on Twitter. At Josh Engelman. What's going on, everybody? Starting off the day right. Fun to talk some NBA. Coming off of yesterday's trade deadline. I had a blast talking basketball for, honestly, the whole day. I don't think it ever stopped. I just, it was me over and over and over and over and over again talking basketball yesterday. It was fun. Weird deadline. Not a lot of interesting stuff went down. Probably have to move some stuff around for some of these rotations today. So we'll take a little bit more time than normal. Good morning to everybody that's here. Happy to see everybody. Nothing good in the in the DFS streets last night. Hit the prize picks card, however. Even got Ben Simmons under right after they traded multiple starters. So that was helpful. Um, I don't have any... I'm not even on the right thing right now let's try this one out bang that'll help a little bit more and then let's get my background music on i'm way behind today just one of those days just one of those days um yeah i'm feeling good too feeling good about my thought processes on the trades people were all over me in chat yesterday but whether that was during the uh the trade deadline stream or then during the deeper dive however here's mr kevin pelton and his trade grades on espn now remember i gave my trade grades live not to disparage kevin pelton i love kevin pelton gafford to the mavs Dallas Mavericks grade, C-. minus. Hmm. Didn't love that one for the Mavs. Weird. Uh, that's I didn't expect that one. I wonder, maybe, maybe it's a little different for the Mavs. P.J. Washington in two seconds. Seth Curry, Grant Williams. Yeah, I, I wonder how Kevin Pelton felt about that one. Let's just see here. Uh, P.J. Oh, Dallas Mavericks grade, D. Hmm. I wonder why. Oh, it's just everything that I said. Whoa, Hornets got an A for that deal. Wow, I didn't expect that one either. Oh, wait, you know, I did because I told all of you guys this the moment that trade popped up. Told y'all. Told y'all. Oh, I was very, that made me feel very good. Uh, I was pretty much in lockstep with everything on the Kevin Pelton side, which always makes me happy. People need to listen. I know the goods, man. Transactional NBA, it's my wheelhouse. I guess it's time to talk today's slate. So, coffee's here. Yay, us. Hope you have a coffee, tea, water, beer, whatever you have. Whatever you've got going on on your side, I've got my coffee. Let's do a little bit of a cheers, folks. Close out the work week. By the way, we're closing out the work week profitable on price picks. Rise and grind, everybody. Cheers. Bang. uh kobe yeah i've seen him do that i mean i've seen him do the dr phil bit in places I, I don't i've never like watched his content or anything but i've seen him i've seen some of the short form content all right let's get into this one now first one up for today we have the atlanta hawks three and a half point favorites in philadelphia 243 total. Now for Atlanta, Clint Capella still out. 
DeAndre Hunter is probable. DeJounte Murray is questionable and still on the team. Congratulations, DeJounte Murray. For Philly, no Batum, no Covington, no Embiid, nobody healed, I would imagine. Uh, no DeAnthony Melton and no campaign, I would imagine. So Atlanta didn't do anything yesterday, which means we just need to get DeAndre Hunter, or sorry, uh, DeJounte Murray back in the lineup. So we're going to go ahead and pop him in for 36. We've got Trey in for 37. Feels like I could bring Boyan back down pretty easily. Although, eh, when they were at full strength, the, those minutes came back down. Let's get him to 28. Perfect. 36 for Jalen Johnson. I mean, he plays 36 a night. 33 for Okongwu, 15 for Bruno Fernando. All of this looks fine. We'll hide one more on Garrison Matthews. I will take a quick peek at rates with no Murray. But this is not going to be a large level change when they're at full strength. So let's take a look at... Ooh, is that Houston? What time? Hold on. Do I have the times wrong again? I'd rather get out in front of this one now. 7, 7.30, 7.38. No, I don't. Thought I did, but I don't. All right. Points props for right now. Trey Young. It's at 25 and a half. I actually just need to grab Atlanta rates. That will make more sense. So if we go with starting, we'll go Trey Young, Murray, and we'll say Jalen Johnson. I don't really care if it's a Kongwu or um, Capella. It's the same principle here. Brandon, we do all have opinions, but some are way worse than others. And mine are usually better than everybody else's. <laughs> so that does usually help. Let's bring Trey down. We'll get Murray in for 25. Get Jalen Johnson in for 17 and a half. Bay gets 16. Bogdanovich can actually stay exactly where he is. DeAndre Hunter, last guy left, 372 minutes, 17 and a half percent usage rate. Does that look better? Props are 25 and a half for Trey. I'm a little heavier than that, but not totally. DeJounte Murray at 21 and a half. That'll work. Jalen Johnson. 15 and a half, that'll work. Bay, 15 and a half, that'll work. Onyeka Kongwu, 12 and a half, that will work. Only got to look at assist rate for Trey, 10 and a half, maybe 11. What is it in rates? 13 and a half. Okay, that's exactly where I have him, so can't really make a change there. I think we are mostly good. What is Anyeka Okongwu's rebounding prop? That's all we need to see after that. And that line is eight and a half, juice to the over. We're in good shape. No. Opinions are unequivocally better for some people than others. Absolutely, some opinions are better than others. That's that's we're not even my opinion on brain surgery is not the same as a brain surgeon's opinion. I think we would all agree there. I should not show up and be like, here's a good thought. There's no value in that opinion. It's the same thing for basketball. Yeah, you can get an A for trading for somebody that doesn't work out. Like, acquiring a basically free K.J. Martin can still get you a decent deal. Or can still get you a good trade grade, even if it doesn't matter. DB, all opinions don't matter. Most people's opinions don't matter at all. That's the important thing to realize here. Most people's opinions do not matter. It's harsh, but true. Thoughts on the Knicks moves. 
Much Ado About Nothing. Like, uh, certainly, I would do their deal, the deals they did, a hundred times out of a hundred. They didn't really give up anything of value. They got back more than they gave out, in my opinion, which is the one that matters. And the problem for me is that, like, it's just depth. They're still a team that... I think they're an incredible regular season team, especially if Randall were healthy. But the problem here is really just, I don't think they have the next gear to beat the other teams in the East. Anytime the Knicks step on the floor in the playoffs, they are probably not going to have the best player on the floor. And that's a little problematic. And I don't mean that to be negative or anything to the Knicks. Like, they're really good. But when you get to the playoffs and you can consolidate a rotation, let's remember, not a lot of consolidation of a rotation for the Knicks. They already do that. They don't have the best player on the floor against Boston. I'll entertain a conversation about Mitchell versus Jalen Brunson. Giannis is certainly a better option than anyone on the Knicks. And Dame could be, but it's Giannis for sure. Philly, if they're healthy, Joel Embiid obviously is out in front of the Knicks. I would rather have Tyrese Halliburton than Jalen Brunson, but that is another close one. And then in the playoffs, Jimmy Butler is a better basketball player than anybody on the Knicks. Did the Mavericks improve size? No. Defensively, no. In the pick and roll game, maybe? So there's my answer there, Ryan. They did not improve their size, they did not improve defensively, and they did not improve in the pick-and-roll game. Potentially. If you want to say that that is a giant change in the pick-and-roll game, that's fine. Uh, that would have been the expectation for the 40% three-point shooter Grant Williams coming in to continue to allow spacing. Uh, maybe adding P.J. Washington's poor shooting will not help the pick-and-roll game. That would be the direction I would go. So back to the Knicks though. I, I like I like what the Knicks did. Like they they had an they had a great deadline and they are well set up to make moves in the future. I don't really think it changed their outlook for this year. If an opinion, if an opinion is not based on facts, it's one that I don't want to consider, Brandon. That the whole basis of having an opinion should be that you have informed it with facts. Pe most people like to inform their opinions with dick all and not try to do that. That's the problem. That's the literal problem here. If your opinion is not based on any facts, you can pound sand because your opinion is worthless. That's the whole point of this conversation. All right. Well, we got through Atlanta. <laughs> Let's get through Philly. We're going to have to move some people around here. So we got an 86 Patrick Beverly. We've got an 86 Jaden Springer. We got an 86 Corkmaz. We got an 86 Daniel House. Uh, is that everybody that got traded for them? I have no, yeah, like I have no opinion listening to someone. I have no problem listening to someone's opinion that I know is basing it on factual information. Those are the people that I try to listen to. Oh, Morris. Morris, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Marcus Morris. Adios. Now we're thinning out the herd a bit. Yeah, Brandon, I completely disagree. We know the value of players. We know the value of draft picks. It is a fact. It can be a bad trade and work out. That's the key piece here. Like, let's say that the Sixers traded 
Joel and now that's a bad example. Look, just because a trade is that's the easiest way to describe. Just because a trade is bad doesn't mean PJ Washington can't work out for the Mavs. That will just make the trade evaluation in hindsight incorrect. But the it, this is no different than DFS. It's like trying to explain like the winning lineup doesn't necessarily have to have been a good lineup. You can grade a lineup as a horrid lineup heading into a contest and it wins. Because you can't evaluate after the fact. We don't have the future information. If you're willing to give up too much value to do something, that doesn't make it good. The the like the juice might justify the squeeze in the end, but it doesn't change the evaluation in the moment. We got to stop acting like PJ Washington has been anything other than dog shit for three years. I don't know why people like this guy. He plays for the Hornets. It's not like anybody's been watching him. By the way, I live in North Carolina. I do see PJ Washington from time to time. Um, I'm just kidding. I don't ever see them. They're blacked out for everything that I do. I couldn't watch PJ Washington if I wanted to. He's a highlight to me. However, none of that matters to me. Uh, I'm not trying to evaluate these guys based on a scouting report. They now have an actual power forward, though. Do they? Isn't that Grant Williams? They're the same dude. They're the same dude. We're, we're going to do this because we have to do it. I got to read this. I have to read this. I've never, like, this couldn't be said any better. It's, it's, it's a hilarious statement. Both Washington and Williams are 25 in their fifth seasons in the NBA and primarily play power forward. Washington is listed at 6'7", 230, Williams at 6'6", 236. There may not be more superficially similar pairs of players in the NBA. Coming off their rookie contracts, they both went to restricted free agency. One signed for $13.5 million over four years, one signed for $15.5 over three years. Basically the exact same contract. Somehow, a half season later, Dallas found enough difference between the two players to give up a lightly protected first-round pick to upgrade from Williams to Washington. I might as well have said every single bit of that live on the show yesterday. If you want to like P.J. Washington, that is fine. To give up assets for someone like P.J. Washington when you have P.J. Washington's clone that you just got six months ago is insane to think about. And also, what does that say about your talent evaluation in the offseason when you did this? Like, could it work out? Yes. It doesn't make any... It doesn't change the fact that the trade itself is bad. Like, if they gave up four first-round picks, everyone would agree that was insane. I, I think we could all end up there. If they just traded a bunch of first-round picks for P.J. Washington, people would be like, wow, that doesn't make sense. Here's what I'm telling you. You don't understand how to calibrate the value of picks because one is already too many. We would agree that four would be insane. What I'm telling everybody is that one is also insane, and that is based on the value of first-round draft picks. DB, he really isn't what you're what what you're trying to say, and what everybody's trying to say for that statement. Washington is a better scorer. Washington shoots more. That's what you're trying to say. Washington uses more possessions offensively. If we want to say that that's a better scorer, that's fine. But he's incredibly inefficient when he does these things. So if we want to call him a better scorer, that's fine. He's a below-average scorer. Grant Williams was not supposed to be a scorer. You'd be surprised. I think they want Luka and Kyrie to score more. That's why they acquired a 40% three-point shooter to stand in the corner and knock down those threes in Grant Williams six months ago. We got to stop thinking like, oh, P.J. Washington scores five more points per game. 
That's like, it couldn't be less of a thing. PJ Washington shooting 32% from three. Ryan, now we're talking. Because now they traded a, a first round draft pick and don't have the ability to trade three of them in the offseason like they would have. They encumbered themselves to swap out one guy for the same guy. It's not like they got a they traded a bench guy to get PJ Washington. They traded a comparable dude to just ruin their draft pick situation. It makes no sense. Honestly, I think what we learned is that Grant Williams is really annoying. That is my assumption. Now let's get back to Philly here, where we need to project out this entire stupid team. Um I don't know what is actually available for Philly here. This is going to be so weird. This is going to be so, so weird. Give me one second, guys. I got to look at something here. Let me hit that. You guys could look at basketball reference for a second. Um, Am I missing someone on Philly right now? feel like I am. Oh, okay. Yeah, I am. Got it. Is this dude really on the team? We got to get Ricky Council in. Uh, could be Travis. Oh, wow. Let's pop that up on the screen. Travis is here. I don't know what 69 Ka dollars are, but I assume that's a good thing. Took home uh, 1800 in the night slate. Second shipper of the week. This show has helped me get better at NBA DFS. For that, I thank you. Thanks for being here, man. Thanks for that super chat and congrats. I love to see it. I absolutely love to see it. That's good stuff, man. Congrats. All right, so is Ricky Council really a person that's, like, active for the Sixers? We got to figure this one out first. I didn't even have him in my sheet. Okay, so Ricky Council the fourth is on a two-way. He is in my model, I guess, so that's helpful. Guys, I know that it's Canadian. (laughs) I'm mocking international currency. Am I turning purple? Is am I like the wrong color? Oh, that made it worse. That helps a little bit. Yeah, I don't I feel like it's because of my virtual camera. Yeah, that doesn't look like... I don't know what StreamYard is doing to me, but that's not how it looks on the source footage. <laughs> oh, man. It is turning me purple. That is that is bizarre. No, it's not like that. Uh, it's not like that on my source documentation. <laughs> All right, let's try to figure out what this stupid Sixers team is going to do today. So we're going to get 38 minutes out of Maxi, right? There's just like no way around that. Uh, Last time out for Paul Reed, we got 31. So we know that he can do that again. I think I'm going to take him to 28. And then we're going to get... Oh, God, this is this seems thin. I, I think we're going to get like 18 out of Mo Bamba. I think we're going 36 to Tobias Harris. I think we're going, you know, 32 out of Kelly Oubre. This is where it starts to get a little tight. <laughs> so I get Turkavion Smith is going to get like backup point guard run, I guess. 
Lofton's going to play today. I reckon. Am I blurry now? That'll work. Uh, the King, he is not on the team anymore. You're going to want to keep up for today, it seems. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go 16 minutes to Council just to hold that spot. KJ Martin's going to start, maybe? If I give him 28. And then we can give Lofton, like, 14 minutes. Now, that, I think, is actually the nine guys they have. So, it's Harris, Reed, Maxi, Ubre, Bamba, Martin, Council, Lofton, Smith. Okay, so they only have nine guys. The nine guys I projected are the nine guys that are active for Philly today. Oh, shit. Is it 18K, not 1800? 18K. Ew. But 18K Canadian is what? Like $450? You don't want to be giving up that much of the... I think that's what, it, what the conversion is. So I appreciate that. Oh, Ross. I mean, obviously we got all, a little off track, but this is going to take some time just for cutting these rotations. Like... I didn't know Ricky Council the fourth was a person until right now. All right. Seems like they need to lean bigger than smaller. I mean, I don't know where I give 20 more minutes. Ubre, I guess, has to get some of it. So Tarkavion Smith is certainly going to play a little bit more. Seems like Ricky Council is going to have to play a little bit more. I still have 11 more minutes. Man, this is this is hard. <laughs> oh man, Travis, I'm glad you like it. Uh, I'm still nine minutes short. Okay, I can't give them to Maxi. We know this. 38, no chance I could go more than that. I can't go more than 36 to Tobias Harris right now. Although he can be the guy. I think splitting the center minutes between Reed and Bamba makes sense. I don't want to go too high on Kenneth Lofton because if you do, then he starts showing up. Uh, it's going to have to be 30 to KJ Martin, I think. Or at least 29. Which is going to take Smith up to 18, Council to 20. I'm still four short. I'll take Kenneth Lofton up to 15. I'm going to leave those three for right now because I just want to do a little bit more research. We're going to call that Philly. Let's let's evaluate now. I wouldn't expect anybody to have all of their medicals and stuff done today. The general consensus is people don't usually play the next day. All right, Atlanta. Look, we can get that news, but like we don't have it now. As of right now, they're not available. We have to find out if they are. Uh, $7,600 Murray and $9,300 Trey Young would be the first two guys that I've got my eye on. I'd say Trey probably a little bit ahead of Murray. 
Not much else, though. Jalen Johnson, okay. Akongwu, okay. Philly side. Now, we we know that this is going to be a bit of a thing. I got to add Ricky Council. Hold on. Ricky Council the fourth. Ricky Council. Got to make sure we get that name right. These guys don't jump out as much as I thought they would. Turkavion Smith for 3300 I mean, Reed, Council, Smith, Harris, Maxi, Lofton. Everybody sort of looks okay. I think Harris and Maxi are the two guys you want the most. Paul Reed is probably third. Then you get to Smith and Council and all those other idiots. Probably won't have too much interest in Kelly Oubre. Do we have props on these guys yet? We do. Maxi has, we have four points props. Maxi's at 27 and a half, juice to the over. Harris is at 22 and a half. Ubre is at 17 and a half. Paul Reed is at nine and a half. I'm all right with this. I mean, Philly is going to provide a lot of value for us today. Next up, Washington Wizards. 17 point underdogs in Boston. Uh, okay, who did they get rid of? Uh, I got to get rid of Gafford. And that was it, I guess, right? It was just Gafford that went out for the Wizards? I don't see any other names. They should have traded DeLon Wright. I don't know why they didn't do that. Uh, is Bagley available today? Marvin Bagley is out. Okay, so they don't even have a center today that's real. Like a real talented one. Patrick Baldwin is questionable, who is sort of like the other center. And then no livers. Is Omer Yuri about to become a thing today? DJ, 240 is the total amount of minutes in a basketball game. Still a little blurred out. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That looks good. I'm going to just cut this entire rotation to try to save our minds. So, seems like Omar Yuri is going to get a decent chunk of minutes here. And then, I think we project Patrick Baldwin to play. I'm going to go 24 Omar Yuri. Maybe like 18 to Patrick Baldwin. And then, I don't know, like a little bit of Kuzma. I guess Anthony Gill could do it too. I don't know who the hell Jules Bernard is. Also, I also I did not know that Trey Jamison was on the Wizards on the 25th. Is that real? And then now is somehow on Memphis? Jesus. Uh okay. Let's get Kuzma then in for his 32. We'll get Tyus in for 29. We'll get Poole in for 28. Denny in for 27, Kispert in for 25, Bilal Kulabali in for 28, Galan Wright in for 12. All of this is disgusting. Uh, Landry Chamay gets 13. Okay, I'm mostly where I need to be for this team at least, so that helps. We'll hide those final four minutes on somebody else. I don't have to change rates because Gafford's not really that kind of guy. Now we go to Boston. So for Boston, we've got to... I guess that we got a Q tag on Jason Tatum. Delano Banton is not on the team anymore. It's the only guy that left for Boston, right? 
Well, obviously, they brought in Springer, but that's a future problem. Is So I guess Tillman's available today. As far as I could tell. Don't know how much that's going to matter. We just need to get their standard starting rotation here. And they should beat the shit out of these guys. Jules Bernard certainly does not sound like a basketball player. That sounds like the dude that's hosting the poetry reading at the coffee shop in your local town. All right, let's get Peyton Pritchard in for 18. We get Derek White in for 32. We get Drew Holiday in for 32. Sam Hauser gets 20. Zinger gets 30. Cornette gets 14. Horford gets 24. Uh, Tatum gets 36. Jalen Brown gets 34. And we are done. Not that hard to get Boston ready. And just as a quick sense check, Boston points prop, Jason Tatum, 27 and a half. We are close enough. Tatum should not play this game. I mean, that would be a, a smart thing for them to do. As we evaluate the Washington Wizards side, again, 17 point underdogs. Uh, Omer Yuri, if he is the starting center, he's 3,800. He's power forward center eligible. I gave him 24 minutes, 0.95 fantasy points per minute. Eugene Omoyuri will be the really the only dude we're looking at from Washington. For Boston. I really like Tatum here if he's playing. Now, do I think he's actually playing? Probably not. Might have his rebounding. No, that's lines nine and a half. I really like Tatum. Small forward, power forward, 9,700. Obviously an incredible matchup. If you get him in, I think he looks great. Now, maybe I should take a minute. I'm going to take a minute away from him, actually. Hide that on O'Shea Brissett. I think 35 makes a little bit more sense, but I still really do like Jason Tatum in this spot. And then if you want to play white, brown, holiday, Porzingis, all fine. And if Tatum sits, they all look a lot better. We go to Houston. Rockets didn't do anything yesterday. So this should just be the standard Houston Rockets rotation. Uh, still no Fred Van Vliet. He's going to be out for another game or two from what I understand. So this should look pretty similar to the last time out. Now, without Fred Van Vliet, we do want to take a look at that. So Houston last played on the 6th. That was the three-point loss to Indy. That was no Fred Van Vliet. Amon Thompson got the start. Played 33 minutes like a normal rotation piece. So let's get Shangun in for 33. Let's get Jabari Smith in for... Ooh. Ended up playing 40. Looks like that's just going to be a thing again. I'm going to go 33. Get Dylan Brooks in for 31. Get Jalen Green in for 32. And then I'm going to go 32 to Amon Thompson as well. Backup point guard run and then some for Aaron Holiday. Yes, they did play alongside of each other a bit. Who is Jonathan Williams? Ugh. That one hurts. That one hurts. Backup center run to Jeff Green. We get Jay Sean Tate in for a chunk of time. We get Cam Whitmore in for 21 minutes. Leaves me eight to hide on Jock Landale. Come on down. Nothing to change here. 
I wouldn't be surprised if we're going heavy Amon Thompson again. All right, Toronto's a different team now. So Dennis Schroeder goes away. Is that it? Otto Porter's gone. Thad Young's gone. I think that's everybody. Toronto has, you know, no sign of Kelly Olynyk or Akbaji, at least as of right now. Might be easier to get Kelly Olynyk to Toronto. Dinwiddie not going to be available. And then Jonte Porter is questionable. Jonathan Williams was a star of the of last year during the uh, final stretch of the league year. He uh, he became very popular in like April of last basketball season. So replacing Schroeder's minutes is kind of interesting. You know, we've got quickly in for 33, and I think that makes some sense. I'm going to take Jake Puddle up to 29. Bruce Brown probably has to play more now, right? Is Jonte Porter the backup center? Like somebody's got to get the 27 minutes a game that Dennis Schroeder has been playing, right? Seems like Bruce Brown and Grady Dick would be the guys that are like most likely to get it. So if we go 29 for Jakob Pertl. Did they split the center minutes last time out? I don't know. I, I feel like we've got to give it some of this backup run to Jonte Porter. And then maybe Boucher gets the other half of it. Barnes looks good. Barrett looks good. Quickly looks good. I mean, Bruce Brown for 24 minutes at a minimum. That leaves me... I have 16 on Grady Dick right now. That seems light. If I take him to 19, that leaves me 13 minutes. Do they just play Garrett Temple a little bit for today? Give him a little bit of a reward? Probably. Jalen McDaniels could get out there. Jordan Wara... Could very easily get out there for some run. Yeah, they probably play Wara before they play Temple. I just don't think it matters for some of these guys. Yeah, that's going to be Toronto. Let's take a look at it first. See, see if it matters. Houston. Yeah, it's Amon Thompson season once again. 5,300 point guard, shooting guard. I got him at 5.8x the salary, less than a fantasy point per minute. He is the best guy on Houston for sure. Jabari Smith, I think, is second. And then Amon Thompson, or sorry, uh, Alperin Shangun would be third. I don't mind getting to Brooks or Whitmore at least for a little bit. They look very similar. Very similar, but... Amon Thompson, we are going there big again for Toronto. Quickly, I'm happy with. I want to grab rates and take a look and see if I have these guys projected well. Quickly's points prop right now, 17 and a half juice to the over. I have 20. So we are going to work that down a little bit. I'm going to take uh, a minute away from Quickly here for sure. Maybe bring that usage rate down a hair. That takes me to 19. It's 17 and a half juice to the over, so I feel okay there. Scotty Barnes looks pretty good here. His points prop is pretty much in line for me. RJ Barrett's points prop is in line for me. Gary Trent's is in line for me. Jakob Pertl is in line for me. So I don't have anything else that I want to change here. I am going to take a quick look at the Houston props since they're in front of me. 14 points for Amin Thompson. 
Okay, so like I'm even more pessimistic. I like Amin Thompson, and I'm like a full point below for him right now, which makes me feel like I do want to give him just a, a notch of points a little bit more. So he looks even better than I thought he would. Jalen Green should be around 20, and he is. Shingun at 24 and a half. I will bump that up a hair. Brooks is at 13. Jabari Smith is at 13. Yeah, I like this game here. Amon Thompson, Jabari Smith, sign me up. On the Toronto side, Barnes, Quickly, Pirtle, Barrett are the priorities. I would rank them Barnes, Quickly, Barrett, and Pirtle, just like I said. Yeah, Dinwiddie's, Dinwiddie's getting waved. He'll, he'll sign with somebody, obviously. But... He had a $1.8 million roster bonus if he played two more games, so they cut him. Cool. The Charlotte Hornets. Don't know how they're going to be able to make it without having P.J. Washington on the floor to carry them to nothing. But unfortunately, they're going to have to try to do that today. Um, they're also without LaMelo Ball. Gordon Hayward is gone. P.J. Washington is gone think that's everybody oh james book Knight is gone that happened too uh cody martin's probable mark williams still out so let's try to think about what this team is going to look like we're going to go 31 minutes to nick richards last time out for charlotte was six point loss to toronto which I just had open. Now, in that one, it was Cody Martin, Bridges, Richards, Brandon Miller, Leaky Black. I assume they're going to go back to that lineup. So we're going to get 28 minutes out of Cody Martin. I think we're going to get 38 minutes out of Miles Bridges. We're going to get Brandon Miller in for 36. And then we're going to get Leaky Black. I don't know, 22, 23. Oh yeah. Ish, wait, Ish Smith is gone. Was Ish Smith in one of those deals? I don't, that I don't remember. And I talked about yesterday a lot. Oh, they waved book night, Nilakina and Ish Smith. Huh? Didn't see that one. Alrighty, Nilakina, goodbye. Ish Smith, goodbye. That's uh okay. Adios. <laughs> I was gonna say that didn't happen during the uh during the deadline. All right. Well, that's something. So that really does shrink their rotation quite a bit. So backup center will largely be Mensa. And then surely JT Thor is going to get some sort of chunk of playing time. I don't know how many active bodies these guys have. Let's try to figure that out. All right, Hornets have Brandon Miller, Bridges. Oh, yeah, no wonder they cut. Uh, no wonder they cut Smith. They got Misic in. Of course they cut Smith. Uh, Miller, Bridges, Richards, Nick Smith, JT Thor, Bryce McGowans, Amari Bailey, Leaky Black. I think they only have eight guys. I think they only have eight guys. Did they cut Mensa? 
hold on. Miller, Bridges, Martin, Richards, Nick Smith, JT Thor, Bryce McGowan, Zamari Bailey, Leaky Black. Okay, they have nine. They have nine. Did is Mensa gone? He's not listed here. Okay. I think that Spot Track just has Nathan Mensa wrong because they have him waived by Charlotte earlier. But he fucking played in the last game, so it appears that he is also still there. So it seems like they have 10. Seems like they have 10. So that's not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. Let's get Bryce McGowan's. Actually, let's get... Let's get Nick Smith 20. And we get Bryce McGowan's, you know, 22. That won't matter. He's dreadful. So that's nine. So the 10th guy is Amari Bailey. I don't really want to give Amari Bailey 15 minutes. But for right now, I think that's okay. Uh, rates won't change because they didn't get rid of anybody that matters. It's just PJ Washington. So let's check out and see if we have any points props. Bridges is 26 and a half. Even that's a little higher. Brandon Miller's at 25 and a half, juice to the over. We're going to go up to 37 minutes for good old Brandon. Nick Richards is at around 12, and then Cody Martin is at like 11 and a half. Give Cody Martin another minute as well. Bridge line. I don't know why you keep saying that every over and over. I also don't know what that means. All right, let's go to the Milwaukee side, which obviously going to be a little bit confusing because they're on a back-to-back. -back. Now, at least we know their real rotation, but we got to put Dame back in. I'm going to leave Chris Middleton out. Maybe try different words. Maybe. Or if anybody in chat thinks they can translate, I wouldn't hate that either. Let's get this uh let's get this Bucks team straightened out. Thirty-two for Jay Crowder makes me sick to my stomach. That's for sure. Then we can get AJ Green for eighteen and Andre Jackson for ten. All right, that's not bad. Milwaukee's easy. Hmm. We don't have any points props here for Milwaukee. So I am going to try to walk these guys back a hair. I don't really have a great feel for what this is going to look like. So Charlotte. Bridges, Brandon Miller, Cody Martin, Nick Richards, all totally fine options for today. I'd say Bridges 1, Miller 2, Richards, and Cody Martin tied for third.
I mean, if we're actually talking about expansion, it's coming. They're going to add two new teams to the league in the next five years. They are not going to reduce the amount of players on a team. That will never happen. They don't have to do that. They can they can make it bigger at this point. The league has never been deeper and had more talent. Uh, Milwaukee obviously looks incredible here if these guys are in. Lopez, Lillard, Giannis, Jay Crowder. I will likely have a shit ton of these dudes. I really like Giannis. I like Dame. Uh, Zach, the NBA will never go to Pittsburgh. Literally never. <laughs> I don't think I have these guys like wildly over projected or anything. I really like Giannis. I really like Dame. I really like Jay Crowder and I really like Brooke Lopez. That's what happens when you play an extra special shorthanded Charlotte team. Yeah, I mean, Vegas is 100% getting a team. It's going to be Vegas and Seattle. Maybe something happens and Vancouver becomes one of them, but they are the only three options right now. Yeah, Montreal won't get one before Vancouver does. But Vegas and Seattle are essentially already set. Pittsburgh, never. All right, we go to Denver. Yeah, Buffalo, never. Denver Nuggets, one point dogs in Sacramento, 232 total. All right, Denver didn't do anything. And it looks like their injury report is... Not submit. Oh, yeah, they played yesterday. So they're on a... Nope, I'm still looking at Milwaukee because I'm an idiot. Um, Denver didn't do anything, but at the same time, their rotations don't change. Sacramento has everybody that's normally available available. Another team where, like, I don't really think that I'm moving around their rotation all that much. You know, give an extra minute to Kevin Herter and give two to Davion Mitchell. I got 35 for Fox, 37 Sabonis. I don't see anything else here that I want to change. Do I give Lyles another minute? Literally nothing to look at for Denver and Sacramento. It's it's just them. Nobody looks that great on Denver. Uh, Jamal Murray, I guess, is probably the best option. Not really sure how you go to Jokic over Giannis at this moment, but, you know, he's still a 26, 11, and 8 dude. So it's not outlandish. Sacramento scattered through the starters. Fox, Sabonis, Barnes, Murray, Herder, Monk, Lyles, all those guys are sort of okay. Uh, best guy for me is probably still Fox at 8,200, although he hasn't been good. Herder, Murray, Sabonis, all very similar. This is a game that like just doesn't exist for analysis today. It's kind of funny. We close it out. New Orleans Pelicans taking on the Lakers. Uh, neither one of these teams did anything either, did they? Uh, Kira Lewis, I don't know why I still have him on the Pelicans. He is not on that team and hasn't been for a minute. I don't have anything else to... Ch I don't think I have anything to change here either. We get the Pels in. Q-Tag Najee Marshall. Q-Tag Joval. Q-Tag Zion. So this is standard issue starter stuff. I don't really think I have anything else that I want to change here. And then the Lakers didn't do anything. Hmm. Not a lot going on here. Now, Lakers played yesterday. Max Christie get hurt? Did that happen? 
They went to Prince again in the second half. So I assume we're not going to get Christy. We're going to get Prince back up to like 29 minutes. We got 36 for AD, 12 for Jackson Hayes. Rui played 37, didn't close yesterday. They closed AD, Reeves, LeBron, Prince, and mostly Jackson Hayes, which is certainly something. Still got 37 out of Rui, though. Um, so I guess we'll do 30 there. Christian Wood... Yeah, I'm pretty happy with 14 minutes. 36 for LeBron. I think needs to be 37, but it is a back-to-back. -back. So I'm going to stay with 36 for both of them, even though they both played 38 and 35 last night. Russell, I'm taking up to 36. We're taking Austin Reeves up to 35. Still have 12 minutes left over. Do we think Skylar Mays moves into the rotation? In Max Christie's spot? He might, right? I'm going to give him those 12 minutes. Uh, who did I project for Sacramento that is a problem right now? How did I break Sacramento? Um, did I break the Lakers? Oh, that's what I did. Is that the problem? It is. Got it. Figured it out. We're all good. All right, Sacramento. Nope, I mean, New Orleans. McCollum, Zion, B.I. It's kind of the same stuff we always know. It's those three guys and nobody else. And then for the Lakers, same story. AD, I guess. LeBron's fine. Russell's fine. AD is your best option. Center is loaded today between Giannis, Luka, or sorry, Giannis, Jokic, AD. I'm sure I'm missing some options. Let's run some crunches. I'm, I'm anxious to see what this slate looks like. And obviously, maybe things can change. Hit that like button if you haven't done it yet, folks. Lots to do today. We'll have contenders videos out in a bit. Pri uh, prize picks video out. Again, looking to go three and two for the week, which would be a big time profitable week. So hopefully you've been tailing there. And then strategy show and deeper dive later tonight. All right, here we go. First one up, DraftKings Optimals. Six-game slate. Here we go. 277.5, optimal lineup by 0. 0.8. No. Point, yes, 0. 0.8. Turkavion Smith, Amin Thompson, Scotty Barnes, Eugene Omer-Yuri, Brooke Lopez, Emmanuel Quickly, Jay Crowder, and Giannis. Omer-Yuri and Amin Thompson were in all 50. Crowder in 80%, Giannis in 70%, Barnes in 60%, Turkavion Smith in 50%. Lovely. If we slap on a little bit of randomness. We get... Eugene Omeruri at the top, along with Amin Thompson and Turkavion Smith. Jay Crowder looking good once again. You know he's going to suck today after the stupid shit he pulled yesterday. Ricky Council comes in next in the 20%, and then it starts to flatten out. If we're talking about pay-up options, Giannis, AD, they seem to be the priorities over Sabonis and Jokic. 
Um, I kind of like Tatum more than LeBron if Tatum plays, but they're all pretty similar at the top. On the FanDuel side, whoopsie daisy. Try that again. On the FanDuel side, let's get projections loaded. Now, I, this one should look a lot different. 296.14, optimal lineup by 0.3. J. Crow. Oh, we're not done yet. Omer Yuri in all 50. Crowder in 98%. Dame Lillard at 8,700 in 88%. Cody Martin and Nick Richards both in the 70s. Scotty Barn in the 60s. And then Brandon Miller in the 50s. Slap on a little randomness. Omer Yuri and Jay Crowder are the overwhelming priorities on FanDuel. Omer Yuri is 4,200, which is, I just assumed he was the flat man. Uh, Cody Martin, Nick Smith, Ricky Council, and Turkavion Smith. When did February become April? What are we doing here? That's it, everybody. We are done here. Good times all around. Good times all around. Ron, you're watching the wrong company, man. Stop watching the WWE. That's garbage. That's not real wrestling. That's a trash product. AEW or nothing. Was I expecting a major Eugene Omeriuri conversation today? Uh, once I remembered that he was their only option, kind of. <laughs> but no, not really. Not really. This is a dumb slate. It should be fun for the whole day. Could get dumber. Who knows? Like, we got some Q tags and some back-to-backs that could really dumb it up. What if we lose LeBron or AD on that late-night hammer? Like, this could get dumb. What if we lose Zion on that late-night hammer? This could get real dumb. Michael Guzman, you can see my prize pick stuff on the Odd Shopper YouTube channel. You can search Josh Engelman on YouTube and find me. You could follow me on Twitter, at Josh Engelman. We are done here, folks. Another one in the books. Enjoy your day. Prize picks coming up a little bit later. Contenders coming up a little bit later. Uh, I got a UFC article coming out today for tomorrow's uh, card. And then strategy show with Bellman. Deeper dive with Eric later tonight. I am going to get out of here, folks. It has been great seeing you. Enjoy your day, everybody. This was The Process.